0: short order He considered his options Moving back to his old house obviously wasn't practical since it probably wasn't even habitable He had already looked into relocating into the transient billets on base But the downside was that his behavior would be subject to much more intense scrutiny He also considered volunteering for temporary overseas assignments even Vietnam if no other gigs were available but his records had been administratively flagged in such a manner that he could not leave Wright-Patterson. Besides that, even without the administrative flag, he couldn't go TDY until the cast came off for good. Finally, at the bottom of the stack, he glimpsed a letter that offered at least a glimmering prospect of good news. Yost anxiously ripped open an envelope from Argosy magazine, He had held out high hope that the glossy Men's Adventure Monthly would be interested in his information about UFOs stored and studied at wright Pat, but his heart sank as he recognized that it was just another rejection letter. As he angrily ripped the paper to shreds, he realized that it was not just another rejection letter, but it was the last rejection letter. With this missive, he had been snubbed by every single publication, eighteen in all, that he had contacted back in February. Cursing, he shoved aside the heap of mail and contemplated what he had to accomplish before Anna came back. Long before it had disappeared, the cat had succeeded in ruining the carpet and virtually every piece of furniture in the apartment. Kroll would surely be outraged when he found out, but it certainly wasn't Yost's fault, any more than when the feline escaped through the door that he had briefly left open to ventilate the smoke from a pot of charred pinto beans. Yost was fairly certain of the cat's ultimate fate. There was plenty of physical evidence in the parking lot to indicate that it had been brutally mauled by a roaming pack of stray dogs. Looking around, he seriously thought about tidying up the clutter in disarray. The trash can overflowed with garbage— Topped by a cast-iron frying pan dripping with rancid grease, several weeks' worth of dirty dishes were piled in the filthy sink. A foul stench emanated from the bathroom. The toilet regularly overflowed, and Yost had finally gotten tired of trying to repair it. Even though the place was in shambles, he dreaded the thought of vacating Kroll's apartment. Yost's hands shuddered as he realized that it would merely be a matter of time before the loan shark's goons got the drop on him. With no other practical options to elude them, he would probably have to resort to residing in his van again. Gnashing his teeth and grimacing, he recognized that rather than wallow in misery, it was high time to take decisive action. He reached for a large plastic medicine bottle on the kitchen counter his pain management needs allowed him to legally tap into a nearly endless supply of government-issue codeine tablets. While he wasn't particularly fond of the chronic constipation that came with the narcotic, he had grown accustomed to its soothing blanket of numbness. He popped open the bottle's lid, gulped down two tablets, and chased them with a generous helping of old Crow. As the pain in his leg dissipated slightly— he referred to an index card that bore an official address that he'd copied down from a book in the Dayton Public Library. He filled another glass with Old Crow, and then slowly drafted a letter to the Embassy of the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics in Washington, D.C. Smiling, he glanced at the fragments of Argosy's rejection letter. If those damned magazines weren't interested in his UFO story, he mused, than the Russians surely would be, and probably would be willing to shell out considerably more compensation for his efforts. Right Arms Apartments, Dayton, Ohio, 5.55 p.m., Tuesday, July 22, 1969. Grinning, Orecki closed the door behind him, went straight away to the fridge, grabbed a cold bottle of Schlitz, popped off the cap with an opener, turned on the window-mounted air conditioner, switched on the television, kicked off his shoes, and then sprawled out on the couch. He had arrived home just in time for the evening news. The Apollo 11 astronauts were on their way home. They were set to re-enter the atmosphere and splash down on Thursday. There was supposed to be a live telecast from Apollo 11 later this evening. The other big news item of the day concerned Senator...